check out my new book, Coping Courageously, a heart-centered guide for navigating a loved one's illness without losing yourself. It's appropriate for you as a clinician, for your patients, and for anyone you know who has a seriously ill loved one or an aging parent. Check it out and tell a friend. Welcome to the Integrative Palliative Podcast, where we talk about integrative symptom management and physician well-being, because every physician deserves to have satisfying work, and every patient deserves an effective and joyful physician. Let's get started. Welcome to the Integrative Palliative Podcast. I'm Dr. Delia Caramonti, and today we're going to talk about what do you say when a patient, either your patient or the child of one of your patients or relative of one of your patients, what do you say when they complain, my siblings won't help? So one child is in charge of managing all the medical care for this ill person and nobody else in the family will help. And they're coming to you to say, I can't stand it anymore. What do I do? They won't help. So what do you say to that person? So I have five things that I want you to say. But before we get to that, I just want to talk about why does this happen? Because this this happens in nearly every family that one person or sometimes two people, but often one person ends up with a primary responsibility for caring for the sick loved one. And it can really cause tremendous family conflict. So why on earth does this happen? It's really multifactorial, of course. Some of it has to do with the personality of the person themselves. Some are more empathetic caregivers. Sometimes it's about lifestyle. Some people are more able, either they don't have children or their children are older or they have children, but there's a lot of help in the home. Other people might be a single parent with a couple children and just not have the bandwidth to do anymore. So some of it's about life circumstance. And then sometimes it has to do with the person's relationship with the parent. So not everybody in the family has the same relationship with the parent. Some siblings may have had a closer relationship with a parent and be more inclined to help. Others may have felt more traumatized by the parental relationship and might be less inclined to help. Sometimes it's even more complicated than that. Sometimes there's an enmeshed relationship between a parent and one child that's not there for the other children. So all of that to say, everybody in the family is different. So when one child says, you know, I'm doing all this, why aren't they helping It's not as simple as they're just lazy or they just don't want to help. So that's the background. But now there are five things that I want you to talk about with this person. So the first thing is, can this sibling who is not helping in the way that you would like them to help, can they help in some other way, like financially specifically? Can they, if they're not willing to come and stay, can they hire someone to come and stay? If they're not willing to go get groceries, can they hire someone to go get groceries? If they're not willing to clean the house, can they hire someone to clean the house? Can they hire even a personal assistant to help out with the stuff in the family that has to get done if they're not willing to do it themselves? So sometimes a person's willing to show up themselves. Sometimes they're not willing to show up, but they're willing to hire people to show up and that can be okay too. So that's one. Ask your sibling, if you can't do these things, can you pay for someone else to do these things? Number two is to ask your sibling, what do they feel comfortable contributing? So sometimes there's this expectation that everybody should be doing the same stuff. You know, I take mom for a week and then you should do it for a week and then the other sibling should do it for a week. But in real life, that's often not realistic. 
And it works better to find out from everybody in the family, what do you feel like you could do? Because some people are okay with certain tasks, but not okay with other tasks. So maybe one sibling is willing to do all the shopping, but they're not willing to help the person take a shower. Maybe they're willing to clean the house, but they're not going to do any personal care. Maybe they can take the car in for service, but they're just not going to cook anything because it's not their thing. So rather than trying to insist that this sibling do exactly the same thing that the person does who's, who's making this complaint, they should ask their sibling, what of all the tasks that need to be done do you feel like you could do? Like, what could you take off my plate? That's two. Number three is the person could ask the sibling, can you help me in some way? I'm taking care of mom or dad and I'm really depleted. Can you do something for me if you're not able to come and share the burden? Like a spa weekend, could they pay for that? Could they be a sounding board for talking about how hard it is? Could they pay for a weekend away for the person who does the primary care and maybe fill in just for that weekend so that the person can get away? Could they pay for someone to clean your house? So the the loved one who is complaining that they do all the work, could the sibling pay to clean their house so that they don't have as much work to do in their own life as a whole? Can the sibling lighten the burden of the person who's doing most of the work, even in a different way, not just by showing up to help out with mom or dad, but in a different way, could they lighten their load? Number four, and this one's touchy, but important. In the most non-judgmental way, it's a good idea to ask the sibling who isn't helping what their hesitation is to help, to contribute more. Help is probably not a great word, to contribute more to the care of their parent. Now, you have to be careful about this because if they say it in a judgy way, then you're not going to get a real answer. But what you really want to know is, I know you love mom or dad, and we've always been close, but I notice that it seems hard for you to really dig into all this work and care that has to be done. I'm wondering if you can just help me understand what's going on. Maybe it's too emotionally painful. Maybe this sibling is so unable to deal with the idea that their parent is sick that they cannot see it. And so they're not trying to not be helpful. They're just so emotionally distressed to see it that they can't do it and they're kind of running away. That's a possibility. So number one, it's good for everybody to know that in the family so that everyone understands and doesn't judge or blame. But number two, Maybe going to a therapist to talk about this would be helpful or a grief counselor who can help with some anticipatory grief. Maybe that would be helpful. So that's four. And then five, this is the advice to your patient or the family member of your patient. Ultimately, you cannot make another person do anything. You you just can't. So if you've tried all these other things and the sibling is just like, I'm so sorry, my life's too busy, I can't do it. I can't do any more than I'm doing. Then the person has to decide how important is this relationship to them? Because if the brother or sister who's not helping has made it clear that they just simply cannot do any more, then if you keep pushing, you absolutely risk fracturing that relationship. And so I think it's worth a good hard look inside about is it worth it? And this question comes up again, uh, which I raise fairly often, of would you rather be right Or would you rather be happy? This is another place where that shows up. So should all the siblings contribute equally? Yes, of course. 
But do they usually do that? No, usually not. And so are you right that your siblings should contribute equally and do as much as you? Absolutely. But if you get stuck on being right, you might fracture the relationship with the sibling. And so it's just worth some self-reflection before that happens of, is it worth it? Would I rather be right and insist that everybody has to share equally and make a fuss when that doesn't happen and allow my relationship with my sibling to be fractured? Or would I rather let that go and be happy, keep this connected relationship? So the five things, number one, can the sibling help financially and hire other people to do things that they themselves are not willing to do? Number two, can they share what they would be willing to contribute? Even if it's not exactly the same as what the main caregiver is doing, can they share what can they contribute to the big picture? Number three, can the sibling who's not helping so much do something to help the sibling who is, not just the parent, but the sibling themselves? Can you do something nice for them? Can you cut them a break? Can you pay for house cleaning for them so they have less to do in their own home? That's three. Number four, gently and non-judgmentally ask, what is the hesitation just so you can understand? And maybe there's something underneath there that can be addressed. And then number five, really accept that ultimately you cannot make another person do anything that they don't want to do. And then you have to make the decision, would I rather be right or would I rather be happy? Would I rather continue to insist for my sibling to do something that they are clearly not going to do and risk fracturing the relationship? Or would I rather preserve the relationship and accept this unequal amount of caregiving? Now, for all the rest of us, our homework, well, It doesn't apply to me because I don't have siblings. But if you have siblings, your homework is to talk to your siblings about if you find yourselves in this situation, caring for an ill loved one, what does everybody think that they might be able to contribute? Because it's so much better to do this before tensions are high and everybody's stressed and you're trying to work it out in a, a chaotic and stressful situation. It would be much better to talk about it in advance. So you might say things like, I don't want to help dad shower. That would freak me out. But I would be happy to make sure that the fridge is always full and I'd be happy to uh, deliver all the groceries to the house. And someone else might say, I'm not cleaning anything, but I don't mind being there physically and doing personal care. So try to get an idea before it becomes an actual issue, what everybody feels comfortable with. And maybe there are some things that nobody's comfortable with. And for that, if you have the resources, maybe you hire somebody. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate that you listen. Thanks for sharing this with other people. And I'll see you next Thursday. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Integrative Palliative Institute, dedicated to whole person care for people with serious illness using all the tools that work. If you've always thought that there was a better way to practice medicine, you're right. And you've found your people. So help spread the word. Send this episode to a friend or colleague leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and reach out anytime and come learn with me. You can find more information and training programs at integrativepalliative.com.